comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. It's all connected. Everything. So can you be spontaneous if you plan being spontaneous? Only you can, Russ. Only you. That is a time travel paradox. Speaking of which, I watched a movie called... God damn it, what was it called? I watched a movie called... What's it called? Not Predestination. What's it called when... Precursor? It had Ethan Hawke in it. Holy oh, uh, 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 Equilibrium? No. No. <laughs> it is. Okay. So it is called Predestination. <laughs> well, there you go. It, it, was, it left an indelible mark on your brain. <laughs> I watched a movie called Predestination with Ethan Hawke that is a crazy mind blower. I don't even want to say great. I figured out what they were doing in an hour, but I still couldn't believe they were doing it. <laughs> you, If you're into like time travel, paradox, like what would happen if you met yourself type stuff, you have to check out Predestination. Well, Time Cop taught me that if you meet yourself and you shake hands, you blow up the world or whatever. Time Cop had Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's totally different. There is no... Awesome <laughs> split kicks in this movie. <laughs> in, the, in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, but there's the late, great Ron Silver being a dick, so. <laughs> yes. To himself. To himself, indeed. So we got a break this week. Yeah. So we were pretty we... sure we were going to do nothing, but uh, it's Friday night. We're married and old and bored, so here we are. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to It's All Connected. Oh, yeah. Episode 45. Episode 45. Smack dab between Agent Carter and, uh, I guess, the Super Bowl. Is that why yeah. they gave us a break? No, no, no probably not. State, it's not. State of the Union State of the was Union. on that night. Oh, yeah. right. State of the Union. And uh, we'll be back for some Agent Carter. And how soon until Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Five weeks. I think it says oh, this five episodes, March right? March 3rd, yeah. I'm really looking forward to the return of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I don't know that I felt that way about that show until this break. You know, I was I always looked forward to it, but I wasn't really like, hey, I you're, can really you're anticipating the return. Yeah. Yeah. Should be should be a lot of fun. Now, now, what what is it that you're most waiting to find out? Is there anything in particular you want to know more about? Is it Sky? Is it Raina? Is it something else? It's Daisy. It's Daisy. I can't yeah. call it Daisy. That's what I call her Sky. Daisy, you know, Johnson was, again, like on my wish list from the beginning. Yes, I'm a big Super true. Warriors fan, and I never thought they were going to do it. I didn't see it coming until everybody else saw it coming right at the end there. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to see how, how that goes because she's a cool character. 
and an important one if they do anything, you know, in the comic world, you know, if they follow oh, any yeah. of those storylines. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, they may follow some of the storylines, but at the same time, with all the, for lack of a better word, realignment they're doing in the comic side of things, even though they've said they're not doing this, I can't help but think they're going to do some things to uh, make the comics align with the MCU, which means they may uh, uh, change Daisy Johnson's status in the MCU and make her more like what our sky is. Uh, but who knows what's actually going to happen with that. Uh, that's with the uh, upcoming Secret War, where they're basically going to do uh, uh, Marvel's Crisis, right, Russ? Uh, I, I think so. I think so. Um, I think they said they're going to clean up is kind of the phrase either we've used or even they've said, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the Facebook questions, we put a, a thread out since we were recording tonight, and uh, one of the uh, – Brian uh, – put out a, a question that said, um, you know, Secret Wars in the comics is inspired by the... Or, he asked, perhaps how the upcoming Secret Wars in the comics is inspired by the MCU. I would think the MCU's success is a major factor in the creation of the new Secret Wars. Um, I, I tend to not necessarily agree. Um, I, I think the main Marvel universe has been merging with the cinematic universe, I think, or I guess elements of the cinematic universe have been creeping into the comics for a while now. I mean, you know, we've seen Captain America's costume migrate more towards his uh, cinematic counterpart, which all is kind of derivative of the ultimate universe. You know, we've, we've talked about that many right. times on the show. Right. And then that's one of the big indicators for what I'm thinking of, but I'll let you finish. Yeah. So, I think as the main Marvel U has really become more like the ultimate Marvel U, which in turn inspired the cinematic universe and vice versa. I think the ultimate universe and they've, I mean, this is a mild spoiler if you haven't been keeping up with the ultimate comics, but they've pretty much decimated that entire universe. I mean, there's maybe a fifth of the amount of characters left alive uh, that were alive during the beginning. And so I think they've just kind of gone down a rabbit hole with that universe that kind of makes it to where it's not really necessary anymore, and it's a little redundant. And so I think Secret Wars, I think Crisis is a pretty good um, comparison, more so than New 52. I don't see that there are going to be wholesale changes to the comic universe. I think we're going to see some convoluted histories and things like that cleaned up uh, I think it's going to be a way for them to streamline some of these things that over time have been a little fluid as far as when things take place and, uh, you know, outdated origins that just don't make sense anymore. You know, characters, like, you know, formalized Tony Stark in Afghanistan rather than Korea or Vietnam. Or Vietnam. Yeah. 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 For example. Right. Right. And, and just, you know, probably tweak the Fantastic Four's origin some more, you know, because them sneaking off on a rocket in college with a kid that, you know, works on hot rods out of his garage, probably, you know, doesn't play really that, that well anymore. Uh, you know, things like that. I, I think there's a lot of these alternate universes that have really interesting characters that either they're going to bring into the fold or find a way to use them a little more. But I just, I don't see, you know, people are calling it hard reboot. They're calling it you know, Marvel's New 52, they're calling yeah. it, you know, a full reboot, and I just, I mean, I, I could be totally be wrong. Extreme. Yeah, I could be totally wrong, but based on what I've read, based on what I've seen, 
I, I just don't think that's the case. I, I think I think to some degree Marvel saw the success that DC had with New Fifty Two and sprucing things up and what a marketing you know success story that was. And enough time has passed now. I think Marvel is just like I think it's time to just kind of clean things up and streamline a little bit. It seems more like a blending of all of the universes rather than destroying all of right. them and leaving one. You know what I mean? Like, it looks yeah. like we're going to get yeah. all of the universes on one planet. And so they just get to they get to interact, you know, like ultimate yeah. characters can interact with 616 characters and and vice versa, rather than like anything really being totally destroyed. And now you're only left with. But X. does that. But does that mean we'll end up having multiple versions of the same character? Um, I mean, for for purpose of the event of Secret Wars, it makes sense to have multiple versions of the characters together with each other. You know, um, I know they're doing an event with Spider Man with like all the Spider Men together, which 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 is fine. But as a what what is that what the status quo is going to be like on the other side, or will one version rise to the surface? I, I guess it will depend, you know, case by case. I mean that. Secret Wars number two, I don't know if you've seen it, Ken. They've released no. the cover image. Uh, the cover image is like every Thor ever. Yeah. <laughs> Female yeah. Thor, Frog Thor, Beta Ray Bill, you know. Thunderstrike. All of them. So yeah. I don't know yep. if that means they're going to show down. Actually, as we know, the cover of a comic book very rarely actually yeah. tells you what's happening in the comic book. But Let me, I want to pin down that tangent because I want to talk about Thor in a moment. Um, but, Russ, going back to what you said about uh, well, I got two things. We talked forever about um, with the MCU and Russ, you touched on this, that it's more of a, it, the MCU itself is an amalgam of, you know, ultimate Marvel ultimate universe and the uh, 616 taking the best of both or pieces of both to make what we know of the MCU. And that's what I, my first instinct thought was of this whole secret war thing was they wanted to um, do what you just described, you know, blend them together and come up with something that looks similar to to that. Whether or not it reflects the MCU directly or not is is secondary. But trying to take the best of both and making something new is what I'm, I was expecting out of it. That said, I would not be surprised if we do see things, even if it's not directly tied to the MCU, but things like the Inhumans suddenly having a larger role, and maybe the X Men having a lower, smaller role. What's interesting to me is uh, the the most interesting, I should say, part to me so far is the Spider-Man stuff, which is interesting because of the whole of that whole situation. You know what I'm saying? In other yeah. words, what I'm saying is the yeah. comic Spider-Man right now is very interesting. <laughs> well, if there's if there's a, a positive relationship of the between Marvel Studios and the other companies that have rights it's between marvel and sony right now at least with what we've been what we've seen um certainly it appears to be more antagonistic between marvel and fox which is why i mentioned the x-men but it also makes sense that they would support spider-man not just because of um you know sony and whatever they're trying to do with their movies but because spider-man no they, they can't deny spider-man's one of their their top tier crowds not the x-men aren't but i can see them bringing the mutant world in general lower, but still be able to keep Wolverine, even though I've heard they're killing him or he's died or whatever. I don't know where that does. He it, did. It, I, he's, he's dead? Like, for the real whole, this time? And, well, and no, but, you know. The whole point I, of Secret Wars is probably to bring a Wolverine back. 
that's that's what I think anyway. Well, I mean, Wolverine has been decimated by a re-entry into an atmosphere without the protection of any kind of suit or vehicle and came back from that because of his healing power. I I I, I don't think he's dead. Based on the way he was quote unquote killed, it's extremely obvious as to what's going on with him. I mean, it's okay. it's it's not even. I won't spoil it in case somebody hasn't read it, but it's if you're familiar with the story, there's no question as to what's going on with that situation. Fair enough. But the the mutant books still sell pretty well. I mean, in comparison, I mean, so you know, I I think Marvel is probably going to you know, make sure that the properties they control are kind of front and center. But like we said before many times, moviegoers don't breed comic readers and, yeah, you know, it just it just doesn't happen. So, it, it, yeah, as, as much as it may draw interest for, you know, the week, the first few weeks in the theater, it doesn't sustain. Yeah, I mean, Iron Man would be the number one selling comic by tenfold if that was the case based on its popularity as a movie franchise. And it right. just, it's just right. not the case. What about overall, Russ? You're a numbers guy. So overall comics as compared to 2008, let's say. when is that when Iron Man hit? 2008-ish? 2007? Yeah, yeah. 2008. I mean, is the number one Marvel comic selling more or less now? Or I, I guess in, the digital age happened in between, so it might be a hard gauge. But Yeah, I mean, I, I guess from what I understand, 2014 was like a record year for comic book sales. I mean... Just in general, like the number of books sold overall last year was higher than it's been for quite some time. So, you know, which which kind of led to the to the argument or, you know, against the argument that digital was going to kill the print, you know, that that everybody going digital, it was going to cause people to either pirate stuff or or everybody was going to turn to comiXology and nobody was going to go in a comic book store. And the fact that digital sales are are on a you know, pretty big hockey stick as far as sales growth and comic books are, are kind of on a, on a, on a small incline, but, but definitely moving in the right direction, uh, kind of begs otherwise that, that people maybe are finding digital and bringing them back to the print. So, uh, so things are definitely better, but I mean, not, not by a, you know, factor of 10 or anything like that from, from 2008, but, but things are definitely higher than they were then. I think they're, hype machine does a lot of that you know like like the big phase three day or whatever we want to call it like i think that could send potentially a lot of people looking for you know i don't know infinity war comics or trades or you know even civil war trades and i think they've really learned how to market you know everything they're doing rather than just the movies yeah i mean look at star wars right i mean Marvel got the Star Wars license back, and Star Wars number one, for various reasons, a lot of it is gimmicky, but nonetheless, may sell a half a million copies, which in the comic world in the last 20 years is absolutely unheard of. Like, nothing sells that many. I mean, though the Obama Spider-Man cover, I think, was somewhat close to that, but it's unprecedented. And they're even talking now, like, the Darth Vader number one that's coming out soon is, is hit pre-orders at 300,000, and that's without... Uh, I think the quite as many cover gimmicks as, as number one. It's not you know using loot crate you know which we've seen loot crate cause Rocket Raccoon to sell two hundred thousand copies and you know other gimmicks like that. Only Vader can defeat Obama. 
<laughs> True. So do we have uh, something else to talk about from the Facebooks or the Twitter? Yeah. One of the other, um, one of the, uh, Victor, uh, who runs the Modern Gaffa website that we talked about last week uh, as well, um, put something up on, on our page just to say that, you know, he's got some Marvel folks writing for his website and, you know, he's got a writer for the big categories, TV, movies, Netflix stuff. Uh, and they were kind of joking about not needing anybody for the animation side because he, in his estimation, the, the animation side is kind of a joke right now. And so he's asking what our thoughts were on the Marvel animated series and films, uh, what our opinions of the shows going on right now, what shows in the past have been good, um, excellent or terrible, uh, you know, not going back to, you know, the 70s or the 80s, but just in recent memory. And, you know, as much as Marvel is firing all cylinders on the cinematic side, I, I think it's questionable whether you feel like they're firing on all cylinders on the TV side. Um, I, I think certainly they're doing the right thing. I, obviously, we we enjoy Agents of Shield. We enjoy Agent Carter. The the Netflix stuff is still, you know, obviously a, an open question that'll be answered very quickly. Um, but the animation side, I think, has been very underwhelming lately. Um, yeah. You know, Ultimate Spider-Man, I think, is fairly popular, uh, and it's kind of got the right approach. I think part of the reason is for a while. It seems cartoons in general were kind of marketed at guys our age, you know, uh, you know the twenty-five to forty crew, or and and forty plus maybe even, and they kind of skewed that way, and it kind of went away from being about kids. And I think maybe somebody just understood that if we don't get kids back into this game, then we're gonna we're gonna lose, you know, that that generation is gonna fade away and not come back. I mean. A lot of us got into comics from Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends or the Super Friends or, you know, some of those shows back in the 70s and 80s. And, you know, if you don't cater to that demographic at some point, you know, you're, you're going to have you're going to lose touch. Um, so I understand what they're doing. I just for, for me as a 40 plus year old white male, I, I don't it. That stuff isn't really appealing to me. I mean, I kind of watch at. Ultimate Spider-Man and Hulk and the Agents of Smash and Avengers Assemble. And and there's some good stuff there, but to me it's just a little maybe a little too juvenile for my taste. I don't know I don't know how you guys feel about the stuff no. recently. I, I I say it's a little more little broader for me. You, you you touched on mostly it's it's not so much movies versus TV versus animation. It's it's live action versus animation period. Cutting that's the division to me and Marvel for for several years now has been very consistent with their quality of their live action, whereas their anima- animation just didn't match, whereas for DC, it was the opposite for me. Yeah. Their animation was was top-notch. When you look at all the direct-to-video uh, features that they did, especially the ones under Bruce Timm's direction, um, you know, the quality was, was top-notch compared to their live action, which I'm not going to say it was all bad, but it was inconsistent at best. And it's only until recently with things like Arrow and Flash where they've really... Um, started up their game with the live action and now they've got their whole cinematic universe that they've pitched but it, that's unproven at this point um, they, they have you know some a couple films out uh, they have one film out from that's, that's supposed to be part of that of course Man of Steel which um, is divisive at best and anything that came before it is irrelevant to the discussion so we don't know what their, their cinematic universe is going to look like 
but they've got a good good solid start on television. But Marvel's animation side, it's been decent. But yeah, it's definitely geared towards other than I think Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which was probably the most consistently good animation they've had in years, and they replaced that with some newer stuff, which I just haven't. I can't say I don't like because I really haven't seen it. I think that you know I agree. They're they're trying to hit all markets right now, Marvel. You know, and I think I, I think like Avengers went very like family action, which is cool. Um, and then you know Captain America: The Winter Soldier maybe went a little bit darker. Uh, I think the TV animation is definitely for the kids, and I, and I totally get it. I'm hoping that the Netflix series are going to try to hit that almost rated R, you know, cable feel. I um, can't put my finger on on a quote, but uh, I got that impression from with some things I've read. Yeah, that, that Stephen Denight, the the director. Um, he goes on Twitter a lot and will engage the fans. And a lot of the time, it's a lot of I can't say that right now. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he has confirmed like there will be cursing. It'll be R, but not hard R. You know, it wouldn't be something they could do on Agents of Shield like that. That type of thing. So, but it, but it, w- but it won't be Spartacus either. No, it won't be right. Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. But um. So I guess what I'm getting at is the only part of that equation that has disappointed me is the direct-to-video animation. Um, and not because they're bad, because they stopped doing them. Yeah, yeah. Hulk versus, you know, this is going back a number of years already when I think Russ and I talked about it on Who Knows What Show. Hulk versus is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next yeah. Avengers was excellent. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Much more than the the two Ultimate Avengers uh, that they did be, that preceded it. Yeah, totally. Doc, agree. I, I enjoyed Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange is very good. The Iron Man of all of them, I think the Iron Man was the one I was just like really bored with and wasn't really that much of a fan of. But well, th- that one was just so unlike the origin and the Iron Man we know. I mean, if I remember that one, he basically already had the armors made before he ever went into the cave and got injured and all that. It was a very strange way of doing it yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't a huge fan of that but like i said the doctor strange one was really good uh, i like planet hulk i thought that was good yep. planet hulk was very good oh, that was very good yeah, yeah. was yeah. there a th- did the thor one ever come out or did we just see yeah. like a preview and it never happened it was thor uh what is it i think son of asgard or prince of asgard it was young thor yeah. uh, oh yeah. yes i remember now and that, yeah. was, so planet, that was good planet Planet Hulk, I think, was the only one that was even remotely based on an actual comic property, though, wasn't it? Uh, Ultimate Avengers was fairly eh, not as close. I think it was the closest. It had elements. To a it property. had a lot of elements that we've seen in comics, but I, I don't. I couldn't pinpoint an actual storyline. But there's lots of things in all of them that were, of course, we've seen in comics. Yeah, that was the most closely tied to any. You know, but Planet Hulk is Planet Hulk is you know, dead on. This was a, this was a, this was a book first. Yeah. And I think the Hulk versus um, Wolverine so side of the story yeah. was a lot of like classic Wolverine yeah. versus Hulk yeah. 181 stuff. The and Deadpool the- stuff was, I mean, Nolan North as Deadpool just killed it. And it was really, it was really funny. <laughs> but that was one of the strengths of the DC animated features was they were all based on uh, a comic property of one, one or another. I think Wonder Woman jumps out at me as an exception that wasn't a direct, a direct story adaptation. Whereas you had Superman Doomsday to kick the whole thing off. 
uh, now I'm blanking on a few other, but there was a, oh, oh, New Frontiers. I think clearly this still stands as, as my favorite of all. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. New Frontier. The Wonder Woman one was excellent. Um, I, I think the Wonder Woman one proved that, you know, it's possible to tell a All-Star good Wonder Woman Superman. story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was good. Uh, the most recent, some of the most recent ones, the Arkham, Arkham Asylum one was good. I have, I haven't seen Flashpoint. The, the, the Batman Superman ones were good. Uh, the um, yeah. uh, Public Enemies and I guess it was uh, Apocalypse, the one about Darkseid and Super oh, yeah. Supergirl. That was very well done. That but, was and then that that and another one were both based off the first couple story arcs of the Superman Batman run from several years ago, which was which I thoroughly enjoyed. That was, yeah. a, that was a good a good one. The um, did you guys say, Flash- I'm sorry. Did you guys say Dark Knight Returns Part One or Two? Because no, that's no. a huge yeah one. That's yeah huge. those that's another standout. You mentioned Flashpoint. Now that was, of course, based on the Flashpoint that um, kicked off the New Fifty Two, right? Right, right. Now, now speaking of that, uh, you compared New Fifty Two to what's going on with Secret War and Marvel. Now, aren't they about to do something that might either change the Fifty Two or even potentially restore us back to the I, DC that we had before? That's what people are saying. I, I think the the big push for that, I, I, it's called convergence or. Something yeah, like that, but it, it it more has to do with the fact that Marvel that DC editorial is moving from New York to Los Angeles, and during the move they needed some sort of event that they could do far enough in advance that wouldn't conflict with any current you know stories going on, or have you know they could hire different teams of writers and artists and things like that to to pull these things together without right. derailing the book. They can't move their offices and run their books at the same time. Well, that's what I thought was odd. I was like, why wouldn't you just slowly rotate out? But I guess if you're if you're shutting down space and you know you're thinking you know infrastructure, you know networking, computers and servers and all this other kind yes. of stuff. I guess the 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 deal was to just plus they're moving all this. Sounds like sounds like you work from home for a week. Exactly. <laughs> um, but but they're moving people too. So I don't know if it was just like, look, we're just going to coordinate this all at one time. We're going to shut everything down. We're going to let this thing go fairly mu- you know pretty much on autopilot. Wow. Um, Actually, even from aside from all that, not having the base of a comic book operations not in New York almost feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so that has more to do, I think, with that than anything else. There's been a lot of speculation that it's it's their way to kind of bring it back to uh, to pre new 52. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're. I think they're full bore onto this. You know, maybe just like with Secret War, maybe some of this stuff leaks through, but I don't think so. I, I think maybe well, maybe a couple things may may come through. Yeah. But I think for the most part, once this event is over, it's, everything's just going to go back more or less cool. the way it was. Nice. But uh, um, to kind of get back on the animation side. Say, a, yeah, that's way, a little that's bit. way too much talk about DCD on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right now they've got... Uh, They've got, like I said, Ultimate Spider-Man, Avengers Assemble. They've got Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Uh, and I think, again, that just gives them another outlet to, you know, cartoons are about toys and selling toys. And if you cater to that demographic, that's that's what's going to happen. And I think those shows are fairly successful uh, at doing that. But but again, just not up my alley. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, some of, this, some of the shows they had, you know, Going back further, a lot of the, like we said, a lot of the direct-to-video stuff was was really good. Um, I wasn't really into the manga stuff too much they did. They had, a, um, what is it, Madhouse Studios out of Japan that was doing a, a bunch of stuff. It was, uh, it, I think it aired on uh, G4, 
So there was like a basically a anime Wolverine, an anime Iron Man, an anime Blade. X-Men, a Blade, yeah. Um, and it was okay. It just wasn't my my cup of tea. I tried watching some of them and it just it didn't hold my interest enough uh, to to make me come back. Uh, and and again, I think it was made for a different demographic, a different yeah. target audience. Uh, you know, and I think they're just trying different things with with animation. But you know, given that they're backed by Disney, I would really like to see uh, you know something either either direct to to video stuff come back, uh, and maybe the money's just not there, um, or you know maybe maybe they work deal with Netflix. Uh, you know, to do some animated projects or whatever, but I, I think Netflix I'd, and Disney are in bed together, so they got a yep. nice deal going. So it's certainly possible. So yeah, so maybe you know, again, I think maybe just the television wing is just kind of refocused yeah. their direction. You know, for years and years and years, there was no, you know, television stuff at all. So, you know, maybe this is just a shift to go to go down that road. A complete random tangent. You mentioned Blade. Where's Blade stand as far as rights ownership? Who's got him? Marvel. Marvel has so, it back. So, so, yeah. so that's potential to, to do something there. Sure. I, th- I think we, we haven't heard anything. He's not been right. announced. But. And definitely potential. The question is, how do you bring a vampire hunter into the MCU where there really is no supernatural? And maybe well, Doctor Strange will change yeah, all that, that. That might be the entry point for that. Uh, we don't know what they're going to call Scarlet Witch in Avengers. That might be true magic. I'm, I'm actually wondering if they're going to change Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch into Inhumans. I've heard I heard somewhere that that wasn't the case. Oh, okay. But, well, that's fine too. But, but that it's... could be complete BS. Well, yeah. Just before we move on, uh, favorite Marvel animation show from like childhood and stuff. Oh, Spider Man is Amazing Friends. Now, is the Amazing Friends the one with Firestar and Iceman? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and that's that's easily mine as well. With a close second, the uh, '90s Spider Man animated series. I I'm going with the uh, '70s Incredible Hulk. Oh, we're going yeah, we're going into action, yeah. No, uh, the cartoon one. Oh, the cartoon '70s oh, yes. or '80s? I forgot about that. Yeah. The really yeah. bad theme songs. Was, it was like yeah. Yeah, Thor Doctors and Iron Man. Better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the '60s. Oh, that was the '60s. I guess yeah. I was watching uh, reruns. The reruns. Then as no, a child. The, there was a Hulk um, later on though. There was, yeah, but the one where it was like you know when Captain America. Oh, there's all of them. Iron Man, uh, yeah. Captain America, yeah. uh, Thor had one. Yeah. Cross the Rainbow Bridge yeah. of Asgard. Pretty sure we've used all of those as uh, <laughs> I'm sure intro songs over the years. Commentary tracks or something, yeah. 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 And it's funny because that stuff was just, all it was was taking the comic literally, cutting it up, and yeah, like moving it, like tilting it. it early was, motion it, comics. Yeah, yeah. It was like early motion comic, but very... Uh, light on the motion. Yeah. I always, I always remember Spider Man also on uh, the Electric Company. Sure. Yes. Yes. They do the little shorts, you know, like. Yep. Wasn't wasn't he like uh, playing shortstop at Shea Stadium in one episode? <laughs> <laughs> they still lost. <laughs> <laughs> he was in. He was one of the Spider Man in Spider Verse. See the the Japanese Spider Man with the big robot was in there too. Yes, dude. <laughs> Not not to get too far off on the comic side of things. But, too late. Too late. But yeah, <laughs> Spider Verse is awesome. Like it is. 
there's literally this is a big spoiler so if, if you don't if, you, if, if, you're, if you're sensitive to that kind of stuff and reading the comics you might want to fast forward about 30 seconds or so <laughs> but in one issue of I think it's Amazing Spider-Man they show one of the universes that, that the Moreland goes to, goes to and the last panel is Spider-Man Iceman Firestar and they're all like mutilated laying on the ground inside that, that dorm room they stayed in or whatever that was yeah 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 it was really. It was, a, it was Aunt May's Aunt May's basement or something like that. <laughs> Aunt Anna. It wasn't even Aunt May. It was like. No, it was May. Was it May? Oh, that's right. It was yeah, Aunt May. You're right. You're right. It was, right, May. It was right. May. I think the Anna, dog Anna was there Watson. too. Oh, really? Oh, oh, Miss Lion. Yes. Ms. Ms. No, excuse me, Ms. Lion. Yes. Miss Ms. Ms. Lion. Yeah. I have to get. I have to find that pen. Maybe we'll make that the. No, that's too spoilery. Yeah. Nah. But anyway, but it's mean. it's uh, but yeah, there's one. There's a bit where. Uh, they're talking about, he's like, yeah, two, the two, two Spider-Men are talking, and one of them says, yeah, I met one of them that tried to teach me the alphabet or something like that, and then and then one of them <laughs> says, yeah, it's like, yeah, and then there was the hostess Twinkie one or something like that. It was like, yeah, one was trying to sell me fruit pies or I don't know. It was, it was something like that. So they were like obscure references to, to some Sounds of like the a bad other. joke. Two Spider-Men walk into a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's fantastic. I mean, it's... Uh, it, I uh, I actually pre-ordered on Amazon the the omnibus that came out because they had like a I don't know if it was oh, a glitch yeah. deal or something like that it was like thirty five bucks or something like that for it's like twenty five comic issues or almost thirty comic issues but it's uh it's really really good yeah uh what else did we have we had a couple we had a couple Facebook things um oh I guess the I guess it's official now uh. That Marvel can't use Gladiator because there was a lot of talk. I guess somebody asked James Gunn a question. I don't know if it was during the uh, the commentary he did the other day or or what, but he said that you know they couldn't use Gladiator, and I mean that makes sense. The Shi'ar have mostly been tied to the X Men universe. Gladiator is part of the Imperial Guard there. I know oh, right. lately he's been more tied in because of Annihilation. Yeah. Um, and War of Kings and, and Realm of Kings and all that. He's been more tied into like the cosmic aspect, which it deals more with like Guardians and and the Avengers and stuff like that. Um, but that's not really a surprise to me that he'd be off the table. You know, they used an agent number in Agents of Shield. Thirty three, wasn't it? Uh, it could be. I just remember looking it up when we heard her number and saying, yeah, "Oh, she was tied with Gladiator." Evil May. Yeah. 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 Yes. She. She's. She. She was thirty-three. Yeah. I'm still waiting for Agent Ninety-Nine, but that's. <laughs> uh, one of the other Twitter comments we had was, oh, about Thomas Jane. I guess Thomas Jane's come out recently. He did that short. That was quote unquote the Punisher, but not the Punisher. That he yeah he dirty find... laundry. I think yeah it's yeah called. yeah. Uh, and I guess he's come out and said he's not going to play the Punisher anymore. And uh, so, what our thoughts were on that? Uh, I'm I'm fine. I mean, I really like the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. I know for some reason it, it gets really panned, but I I enjoyed which, it quite quite which, a bit. Which one? I lost count of how many there are. The second one, not the Dolph Lundgren. Right. The second one, which actually uh, there's a director's cut of the Thomas Jane version that is much better than yes. the theatrical cut. 
And I don't think the director's cut ever made Blu-ray. It was a DVD, definitely. Right. Um, it never made Blu-ray. And then after that, there was the Ray Stevenson War Zone, which had its moments, too. I mean, it's not unwatchable. It's not good. No. Speaking of directors, director's cuts, did we ever do the commentary track or otherwise review the uh, director's cut of Daredevil? No. We talked about it, at least. We talk about lots of things. Hey, we do talk yeah. about lots of things. I, that's another one that I mean, not to again go too far down that path. That's another one I don't have all. I don't get all the hate that people have for it. I mean, people rag on that movie all the time, and I I enjoyed it. I think I think the director director cut of that is a better flick. Oh, it yeah. is um, very much is. But I didn't hate. I I didn't even dislike the 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 theatrical cut. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Daredevil, and to a lesser degree, but still enjoyed uh, Ghost Rider, only because. I know about that much about the uh, their the, about those characters and those movies hit what I knew about it, so I was satisfied. I, I know people who really enjoy those characters didn't like them as much, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I thought they. I wasn't real happy with Ben Affleck, but I thought they really nailed uh, Kingpin and oh, Bullseye. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and even Jennifer Garner, I think, was a great Electra. I mean, I think. You I, know, I, I think I have Electra on my shelf, and I still haven't watched it. Oof, that's a tough one. Yeah. Man, that's a tough one. But yeah, the Thomas Jane Punter, I, I, that fight with him and Kevin Nash was just, like, epic. I mean, that was just, that made the movie for me. I mean, that was just so crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I'm I'm not heartbroken. I mean, at this point, what, that Thomas Jane Punisher movie was 2003, I think? So, we're talking 12 years ago? You know, I... I I'm I'm fine if they go a different direction with that. Let's see. What else do we have for comments? Oh, uh, we got one. Somebody asked us, top five characters of who could break Black Widow out of jail in Civil War. And, that, yeah, there's a follow-up. I'm, I'm looking at the same thing you are. That's from Dave. Yes. And uh, so right away people say it better not be Quicksilver. Yeah. Because the uh, Days of Future Past jailbreak done so, by Quicksilver. Yeah, so is there so one thing I didn't catch was is there some intimation that she's jailed in Civil War? No, I think they're just saying that she's going to end up in jail after if she <laughs> was or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a good chance she probably will be an outlaw at the end of that story. Or thought of as an outlaw, I should say. At the end of what? Civil War or Avengers? Civil War. Or maybe I guess something of. in right in something in Avengers would put her. I, I assume they meant the results of Civil War would have her in jail. Um, Ant Man is a good guess, I think. Sure, maybe. I mean, I guess I'm having trouble with the question because I'm like, do are we just let me let me, name, let me say it this way: If Black Widow was in jail, yeah, <laughs> who could break her out out of all of the MCU characters that we that would do that sort of thing? I I, guess. I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna put it this way. If Black Widow's even in a jail, it's because she's wants to be or has no problem being there. If she doesn't yeah. want to be there, yes. she's not going to be in there. The number one choice on Twitter is Black Widow. Yes. Right. Herself out of jail. Right. I'll give Rocket uh, Raccoon a shout. <laughs> He's good at breaking stuff out of jail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the you know obvious choice, Hawkeye, you know, just because of the partnership. Uh, depending on how things go with Age of Ultron, maybe uh, the Hulk, Bruce Banner. Nice. We've seen some connection in the trailer yeah, with, with those yeah. two. And I, I'm thinking that's the Hulk is making that connection, not Banner. I agree. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
There's been a lot. Of, maybe this is a good time to talk about this. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the lack of Black Widow and Hawkeye in like all of the promotional stuff for uh, Age of Ultron. Um, certainly Black Widow's in the trailer enough, but she's like missing in a lot of the toys and promos and posters and, and things that are coming out. So I guess there's question as to, you know, how big her role is or why she wouldn't be included. Well, the number one reason, frankly, is they probably they may have not probably may have limited her screen time just because of shooting considerations, you know, because she was rather pregnant during shooting. Mm. Yeah, that's but, true. But I've heard, too, that she's getting a fairly prominent role. I think it just gets back to the whole whatever you want to call it, whether you call it bias, whether you call it fear or whatever, that female toys don't sell. You know, you can't sell. That's the logic. I'm not I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying it's correct, but that little boys aren't going to buy toys that are females, um, which I kind of call BS on that. But um, but again, you know, it's marketing. It's, you know, whatever. There's, you know, 15 people in a room crunching numbers all day to come up with whether or not that's cost effective or not. But um, I may I tell a funny story. You may. In circa 1977, probably 78, when that wave of Star Wars figures hit for the first time and my mother went out. I don't know how she found out there was some sort of like paper based Internet in the 70s. But my (laughs) mother knew that Toys R Us was getting Star Wars figures. Maybe they had a sign on the door. Maybe who knows what. So uh, my mom goes out. She comes home with like horror stories of mobs of people and the lines and like people fighting and grabbing from each other and the whole nine yards. And (laughs) she sheepishly walks over to me and says, these are the only two I could get. Princess Leia and Obi-Wan Kenobi, (laughs) the girl and the old man. (laughs) So that that pretty much backs any theory that you're dancing around, Russ. <laughs> but, you know, you think to some degree, at least from the promotional materials, I mean, Scarlett Johansson's a pretty hot property these days. Uh, yeah, you'd think is. they would be, yeah, for, in more ways than one. hey um you think they would be playing that up as much as possible. I mean, I, yeah. I would, but but we shall see. Um, there's something I was going to say about, oh, I guess that people have been making a lot of hay about, uh, have you guys seen the Funko Pops that, that they've uh, shown images yes. for, for the, uh, event Age of Ultron? Yes. And that kind of is related to the conversation we just had, because there was a lot of talk of no, you know, there wasn't, there is a Hawkeye, but there's no Black Widow. Um, uh. And so Hot Topic, if you're not familiar with with Hot Topic, it's one of those stores that sells kind of gothy rock and roll kind of merchandise, I guess you'd say. Kind of like a Spencer's, but... And but, my Superman hoodie. Yes, yes. They, they have over they have very overpriced uh, superhero merchandise at Hot, Hot Topic. Yes. Cool stuff, okay. but, it, but they're... Got on sale. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah, they're, they're very proud of their stuff. So apparently they're getting an exclusive Funko Pop Gray Hulk with the red eyes. And... So it's caused all kinds of crazy speculation that, oh, we're going to see a Grey Hulk, and why would we see a Grey Hulk that it has something to do with Scarlet Witch? I haven't seen... 
anything in the trailers or anything that leads me down that road. I personally just think Hot Topic was like, hey, we'll pay you or we'll give you some considerations to get us an exclusive. Um, what can we do to make it different? And it's like, well, we can make the Hulk gray. Yeah, it's a variant. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, That's it, all. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I, I heard exactly what you're talking about and saw it a lot of places, but I don't buy that we're going to see a Grey Hulk at all. Yeah, me either. I, I I don't. I think it would be it'll be a great surprise if we do, but yeah, I don't. I don't put much uh, much uh, on that. I would like to talk if we take a break from comments for a second. The and we spoke about this on a little email on our own. Why do we not have an Iron Fist cast yet? Too early. Why? They're not even close to getting ready to filming for it, right? But they've got everyone else cast. What's coming well, out after well, Iron Fist? Uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. But, 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 Luke, Cage, but Luke Cage has a, has a, a bit a part in Jessica Jones, so they needed him. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that answer. I do think the the Iron Fist cast is a little bit harder than some of the other ones because of the martial arts, the heavy martial arts end of it. I mean, you don't yeah. want it to be Buffy, you know. They like Keanu, they got Keanu to do martial arts. He knows kung fu, so they can get. Yes, time. you don't want it to be like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. As much as I love that show, you know, the the obvious boy in a wig doing the flips and then cut to <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. No, she'd be a terrible Buffy. The, <laughs> the other girl with three names. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, we have a Whedon cast on this network and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's not us, clearly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you want it to be right. Uh, another thing, you know, we were, I was having a conversation somewhere. It might have been Reddit. It might have been Facebook somewhere. People were saying, well, can't he be Asian? You know, why why can't he be Asian? It's actually a big part of Iron yeah. Fist's story that he not be Asian because he has to be the outsider in Kunlun. I'm pretty sure right. there are competent um, non-Asian martial artists, actors who can pull it off. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there, there are. Yeah. They might just not be it might not be quite as easy to find as a brawler for a Luke Cage. Yeah, or... I, I just. I don't think there's anything more to it other than, as Russ says, it's too early yet. I'm just antsy. <laughs> you know, I, I understand. I mean, if of any of them, that's the one you're looking forward to the most. Yes. As much as you want to see all of them, that's the one yeah. that you want to see. I, I get that. Do you think they'll be able to cheat a little bit? You know, we talked about not seeing, you know, the obvious stunt double with with uh, Buffy. But given the, the mask that he wears that covers the top half of his head... Um, do you think, you know, maybe if they found somebody that didn't quite have the chops the way they want, that they'd be able to fudge it? I, I totally agree with that. I just don't know if they're going to go with that mask. I think it's a bad, you know, it would be the same as the Daredevil early on mask, which they are using. And it really just looks like a do-rag over your if, eyes. If we were doing yeah. the 1970s crime procedure that we were talking about, yes, they would do the mask and write it up there with Power Man, the whole, you know, and all that. But that's, that's, I don't know if that's what they're going to go with this time around since they're doing what they are doing current day. I'm Russ, my guess, and, uh, and Ken, I know you've read it as well because we've covered it many years ago on the show. Yeah. I think it's going to be more of the uh, Orson Randall look, like the military pants with maybe more of like, you know, uh, the yeah. top with the dragon on it rather than it being on his chest. And Yeah, yeah. 
Right. I agree. I, th- I think that's probably a, a smart Definitely way to go. Definitely not the uh, one-piece jumpsuit with the, you know, the collar open the to slippers. the navel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Again, it's not the 70s version. Yeah, no, it's not going to be that, yeah. I, I will swear until my dying day that I think if they would have done that for this this slate of, of shows, I think it would have been gold, absolute gold. Joe Carnahan. Yeah, ugh. Yep. But, it, but again, it's not to, yeah. not to be. Hey, going on to something I read a few weeks back, um, and maybe you guys talked about this and I, and I missed it, there was a, a little bit going around that apparently Jeremy Renner was back in costume as Hawkeye again. They were speculating what it was. It was reshoots for Avengers. Um, or is it possible? Was he shooting something for S.H.I.E.L.D.? Any ideas on that? Have you guys heard of that? I heard of the. Re- I heard uh, along the lines of reshoots. Yeah, I didn't hear. Yeah. I didn't even think of the fact that it might have been for Agents of Shield. But the, those are. That's another rumor that won't go away. That Hawkeye is going to show up. I yeah. honestly, with 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 Mocking Mockingbird on there, it to me feels like it's a no brainer to at least address him, if not have him on there. The the only thing I'll say is when he made mention of being up for reshoots and back in the costume, was the same day that Ming-Na tweeted out that she had an early morning shoot to be on set for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we know that at, they the, were shooting, yeah. that at the same time that Renner said he was in the costume and couldn't say why, we knew that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually had a shooting day that day. So I don't know if they were still doing reshoots or additional shooting on um, Age of Ultron, but the, the two definitely coincided with each other. So... I'm I'm probably I'm saying seventy percent he's on Agents of Shield. He's that no high, stranger huh? to TV. Oh no, he's not. I remember there was a, actually a fairly decent episode of Angel he was on, and that's probably the only other thing I saw him in before uh, Avengers and Mission Impossible. He was in a cop show. I forget what the name of the 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 Unusuals or the. You didn't no. see Hurt Locker, Ken? Yeah, the Hurt. Locker. No, I actually I haven't seen it. No, Hurt Locker is a very good movie. I've heard that. With uh, the Falcon himself in there as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cut the check. Cut the check. The Unusuals. Yeah, that was the name of the show. It was, I think it lasted just one season. But, uh, cool. Yeah. He's in SWAT. Did you see SWAT? I, the, I think I saw SWAT. Yeah, I saw SWAT. He was in that? Yeah. That's cool. He wasn't anybody I was really on my radar at that point, so he was just one of the other guys, I guess, at that point. But Yeah, yeah. I think I saw it once. And that was headlined by what, Michelle Rodriguez and who who was the male lead in that? Uh uh Bullseye. Uh, uh Bullseye, yeah. Colin yeah. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah, I thought so. Sam Jackson, of course. Oh yeah, I don't actually I don't even remember that. He's, he's I said it's it's been a while, yeah. What's in your wallet? Exactly. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a lot. Yeah, it's the one that says "bad mother." Yeah, I didn't hate the um, the born version with Jeremy Renner. I still have not seen that. Actually, that's it's good. Yeah, it I, overlaps I, with the third born movie, which yeah, made it I, interesting. I yeah, uh, yeah, the the born legacy. Yeah, if you really like the other born movies, you'll probably be like, ah. But if you just take it for like an action movie and it, you know, it, it was pretty good. I think it took some cr- a little extra criticism for being the fourth and worst born movie. But 
Yep. I guess and on the news front, I guess there there's a lot of rumor that Marvel's eyeing Twitel Aja for for Doctor Strange. Yes, I heard that just today. And I'm you know they're not uh, the rumor doesn't say who they think that he's playing so that's wild speculation on wild speculation but I'm guessing probably Baron Mordo. Uh if I had to guess that's who I would assume he's playing. That'd be cool. And Morgan Freeman is just a rumor or a wish. Right? Didn't wasn't yeah. Morgan Freeman tied to maybe being the, uh, the ancient one? The ancient one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That that could. I'm not sure. That could go either way. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's strictly rumor, or yeah. strictly like please cast Morgan Freeman as the ancient one, like that type <laughs> yeah. of thing. Like please cast every attractive blonde actress as Captain Marvel. Now is yeah. Now isn't um. The Night Nurse going to be in the Daredevil series? Yes. Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Or Dare Dawson, that's what I thought. Now, But that character also has ties to Doctor Strange, right? Who in turn has ties back to the Defenders, right? Uh, I think maybe you're confusing her with Clea. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought the Night... That, that, that just seemed for me, but that was, I, I'm not, not a huge Doctor Strange reader, so but somehow I made a connection with those. She... I think... She popped I, up in the oath. Like if you read Doctor Strange the Oath, I know she was yeah. in that. But I the don't Night Nurse I think is one of those New York based Marvel Knights type of Yeah. She's probably popped up in Punisher, uh, you know, Moon Knight. Right. Iron Fist and Daredevil. Yeah. Either either way though, Doctor Strange himself though is tied to the Defenders, which of course is what they're supposedly gearing the Netflix shows to all drive towards yes so that i mean that yes. i don't expect it to do that but it's still would be an amazing connection to make uh between the movie movie part portion and the the, the television and ca- can't netflix really bridge that gap like netflix isn't television like we watch it on our televisions, <laughs> but yeah. you could do a two-hour movie on Netflix and it yeah. be Doctor yeah. Strange and sure some other yeah. you know just something to think about. I mean, obviously the slate is pretty well uh, thought out right now, and there aren't any Netflix movies or anything on it. But you never know. You know, it's kind of like a hybrid. It's not really TV. Yeah, it's it. It. I mean, it. It has in total subscribers it exceeds hbo i mean it it doesn't make more money than hbo but it exceeds uh the number of subscribers to hbo uh and then you've got amazon that's kind of an up-and-comer that that kind of has come out of nowhere you know who knows if they're going to bid for some of this uh you know if netflix just doesn't have the, the cash to pony up i don't know if there's any kind of exclusivity deal you know with with marvel and netflix as far as you know new content goes but you know, Amazon is committed now to what they're, they want to do 12 movies over the next year or two years or something like that. So it's almost like a movie every month or something like that. Wow. Netflix is always talking about, I think they want to bring 20 originals every year uh, as far as shows go. And that, I mean, that, that runs the gamut from everything from, you know, Oh yeah. The kids stuff to, I think, um, you know their documentary series and things like that, but but still, that's I mean that's almost something new every other week. Um, if if they got to that point, 
we're still waiting on a on a date for do you think we'll get a date for Jessica Jones before Daredevil starts or do you think we'll get no. a date you think maybe Comic-Con they'll tell us maybe maybe but i mean we 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 got the date for Daredevil what just merely 3 months out yeah yeah we still don't even have a freaking trailer yeah true yeah which i i was reading something online i guess they um House of Cards starts what in a beginning month? of beginning of February and end end of February end of February and so they they don't even have a full trailer out for House House of Cards season three yet so I guess that's kind of in line with with what they do so the way the way that they shoot they're probably going to be cutting right to the end practically for for what for House of Cards for anything for anything I mean they they shoot so quick and they got to get thirteen episodes all done hundred yeah. percent ready to go they're going to be editing that stuff right to the end. But, of yeah. course, in a trailer, you're not going to put much more than what might be in the first episode. Maybe, you know, the first couple. You don't want to give too much away. Right. Anything else from the social media outlets? No, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Well, I think we uh, patched together a semi-coherent show. Semi? If we procrastinate a little bit longer, it'll be an hour. Yeah, pretty close. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I had. I think we just you know wanted to get something out uh, during the off week, and you know because we'll be focused probably on Agent Carter talk next week, and probably not much on the news side. And uh, yeah, I think we hit we, we it went fast and furiously for a little while. We had an Ultron trailer, we had an Ant Man trailer, we had Daredevil release date, we had Agent Carter start up. All like within a three-week period, <laughs> and uh, we're getting to breathe a little bit, which isn't necessarily a bad thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Until Spider-Man is announced to be in the Marvel Cinematic Ugh. Universe, Ugh. <laughs> uh. it will not go away. Nope. No, it won't. Until Sony releases a date for Amazing Spider-Man Three. It will not go away. Right. Still waiting for C. I, all I want is Toby McGuire with a camera. If I can get that, I'll be <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Spider Man's in the movie. Good enough for me. Yep, yep. So, should we wrap it up? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to It's All Connected. Um, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, don't forget our contest. Uh, we haven't set an end date yet. I'm thinking maybe mid-February-ish, uh, but uh, leave us an iTunes review. We've had a couple come in recently, um, but more iTunes reviews helps elevate the show's status and exposure. Uh, so if you'd be so kind as to leave us an iTunes review, you will put your name in the hopper for a free digital uh, copy of Guardians of the Galaxy, which Ken and I... Uh, and hopefully John and some of the others maybe will be doing a commentary for somewhat soon. So it would be nice to have your shiny uh, new digital copy to fire up for the commentary. Uh, Russ, I also have a couple of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. variant comic books that I purchased on what I would call impulse buys. Uh, yes. <laughs> that I, I would be happy to part with. So it'll be like regular Avengers comics and things, but it'll feature the cast of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which people are into. So we can mix those into some prizes as well. 
Yeah, especially if you're going to a con uh, and happen to see any of the caster or crew there, they they probably love to be able to sign that for you. Um, a comic book with them featuring those those actors would be would be awesome. Um, so yeah, so definitely uh, ch- again head over to iTunes, search for it's all connected. Uh, leave us an iTunes review. If you left us one in the past, we appreciate it. Your name will go in the hopper as well, so it's not just new folks. Um, we'll 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 put everybody's name in a hopper and and pick one at random and let you know. But uh, but yeah, we'd like uh, some more entries if possible, so that'd be great. Um, head over to our Patreon campaign at Patreon.com/slash. It's all connected. Um, where you could, if you like what you what you hear from the show and you want to give us a little tip or uh, you know help give some value back of the value you, that we give you um, pretty much every week, uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, we've got a few stre- stretch goals on on the page there. Uh, you know, one of them being a little ambitious, but um, if we can hit that goal, Ken and I have talked about doing a very regular uh, video cast, uh, which could we could do some really cool stuff. Um, but to do that on a regular basis, we'd, we'd need better equipment, um, better lighting, things like that. But, uh, but we're really excited. And considering we both have a face made for radio, we'll see how well that goes. Yeah. So we need lots of lighting (laughs) (laughs) or very little one or the other. Um, it's the in-between that gets you in trouble. Um, CGI. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, so definitely head on over there. We, we appreciate, uh, everybody that's supported the show through our Patreon campaign. Um, as well. If you want to send us an email, you can send it to IAC at HHWLOD.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830 and just mention that you're leaving it for It's All Connected. Um, head on over to the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash MCU podcast. Uh, follow the Twitter at MCU underscore podcast. Um, head on over to HHWLOD.com where uh, John and I have been fast and furious with putting up, uh, you know, press releases, uh, blog posts, all kinds of stuff. Um, I recently, in all the years that we've done the site, I don't think I've ever truly put up a blog post. Um, I've pretty much left uh, and been kind of the man behind the curtain, so to speak. But I've kind of had something uh, milling around my brain for a while that I finally put to uh, paper. Um, but it's a little blog post called um, "Guardians of the Galaxy Isn't Star Wars and That's Okay." Um, so I finally I put that to to the internet, so you can go over to hhwlod.com and check that out um, as well. So again, thanks everybody for listening, um, and we'll be back for episode four of Agent Carter next week. All right. Good night. 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 Good night.